the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're going to be here for another hour. There's lines open, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, a car problem, if you have anything, I want to go back real quick, and I'm going to do this in a minute, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to go back to Dee Dee's question. Um, there's a couple things. Weather cracking is subjective to who's looking at it. Exactly. Okay. And... and, and, and- Go ahead. Well, the guys that don't sell tires are more likely... And and the question has to be this. If this was your mother's car, what would you tell your mother? Well, first of all, do you love your mother? Uh, uh, Oh, absolutely. And then from that point on, you say, okay, well then, you know, what would you you do? But I think, and I think you'll agree with me on this, Discount certainly is one of the tire companies that does that well, but so does S&S on the west side. Mm -hmm. Family operation and all that kind of stuff. So she should look... um, she should just get some other opinions with respect to weather checking. Um, it's uh-huh. not a blanket thing. Now, the other thing on the weather checking, what I thought of is, does she park in a driveway where the sun comes down on the west side of the car and you only got two tires that are weather rotted and the other ones are fine? Okay. The other thing is, is date codes on the tire. Well, right. We need to talk about date codes like on motorhomes, for instance. Right. We, uh, go ahead. Whenever a motorhome comes in, which we have a lot of them, We'll look at the date code on the tire. Now, they look at the tires and they say the tread's fine. It looks good. We're, it's, we've never done anything with them. Well, they're 12 years old okay. because they never drive it. Mm-hmm. Now, so. we tell them, no matter what the tire looks like, you put a set of tires on it. That's it. Okay, but where is the line? It, the line in the sand? Yeah. According to Michelin, okay. if it's over by one day, you're over done. Over what? Over the date code on the tire. Okay, plus what? Plus, plus what? They didn't give a plus what. No, no, no. The car, the tire was born in 10. Okay, what's the line? What's the line? that is it 2007? Oh, the car, the car, is it 2017? What's the time frame on an RV tire? I'll save you. Save me. There is none. There's a big fight going on right now because they want to cut, they want to kick passenger cars out at 10. And Ten that, years. That's already a discount policy. They said the failure chances are just huge after 10 years. So discount tire won't even touch, patch, or do anything but replace a 10-year-old tire. Will not. It says on their website, we're not touching a 10-year-old tire. Okay, let's go back to motorhomes. Five to seven. Mm-hmm. That's Now, here's the problem. The attorneys don't want an expiration date on the tire because they get to sue tire companies and garages all day long. You should have known this tire was bad. Oh, well, I didn't have the crystal ball that week. Blackwell had it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that's what's going on. So the attorneys 
say, we don't want any expiration on the tire. Mm -hmm. The tire companies go, no, we want an expiration date on the tire because we can sell lots more tires. Mm -hmm. Right? So we got the attorneys and the insurance companies that are fighting about this. I'm sorry, the attorneys and the tire makers that are fighting about this. Now, commercial truck, you probably know this, I think you do, is the commercial guys will run 100,000 miles a year, so we're not concerned with the commercial guys. Besides, a lot of them have recaps anyway. Well, you got steers. Yeah. The, the term for trucks is steers and drives. Right. So drive mm-hmm. tires, or they, a lot of times we'll take the steers and put them in the back. Yeah, right. and you're right. You're right. Most everybody, we're a, the industry is kind of taking those lines and moving them around, but I'll tell you what we're doing. We're doing five to seven on RVs, period. We're doing 10 years on passenger car, and then we're not touching them. The other day we had mm-hmm. a guy come in, a lawyer come in and he Ooh. had some G159 Goodyears which is the biggest piece of shit in the whole wide world and he had a full set in there and I and he was a customer of mine I said you're not leaving without tires if I have to put a full set of tires on your car you're not leaving because his family and his mother and his father all those people were riding in that motorhome so he did buy a set of tires but you know what we did on those Goodyears we drill two-inch holes in the sidewall so those tires they should would never, never be used be on, again. They'll yeah. never be used again. Never. And it's not really an expiration date on the tire. It's the date that the tire was made, just so people know that. Right, that's exactly. Not, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The, the date code. Right. Yeah, and you're right. And yeah. the date code is oftentimes, we buy brand-new tires, but by the time they go from the manufacturer to the warehouse, the warehouse to the distributor, the distributor to the installer, the installer to the customer, you can have a tire that's a year and a half old by the time you get it. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that we have that control over. We mm-hmm. got a caller, Can we, and, and I think we covered Dee Dee's question because yes. I didn't do a good job the first time. And Gil, tell us who's on the phone. Dave is on the phone. Dave, good morning to you. How can we help you? Hey, you old blunderbuss, you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is did we get Dave's Dave personal phone? Valley? Oh, Dave, would you, I, I needed to talk to you, Dave. Can you give me your phone number? <laughs> and your email address <laughs> yeah. and your home address. <laughs> license plate number, driver's mm-hmm. license number, That's the whole right. thing. I'm just, if I can get a cell phone number, I'm going to, afterwards, I'm going to say, this guy knows more about cars than anybody in the world. You call him directly. <laughs> and that's what I was going to do. Anyway. He likes to, he, he's, he's a, he wakes up late and he stays up late. Okay. Typically uh, like takes phone calls around 2 a.m. That's yeah. fine. Dave, <laughs> go, buddy, go. Okay. I've got, you know, I buy older cars. Yep. I've got a 97 Oldsmobile 88. Okay. Wonderful car, less than 120,000 miles on it. Okay. So it really was a Sun City car. Okay. And the automatic antenna failed. Okay. So my friend from church, who is a certified mechanic, uh, went over and picked up an aftermarket antenna. Okay. And he installed it. Goes up and down perfectly when you shut the car off and turn it on. But I got no AM. I got FM, but I got no AM. Well, Tom's going to tell you what's the matter with it. Tom, go right ahead. The wire, the the the, the cable itself that goes from the antenna to the radio is disconnected or broken. It's got a it's got, it's got a separation and you will not get if the antenna is hooked up an AM signal. If the antenna is disconnected, you will not get an AM signal, Correct. but you'll get an FM, FM signal, signal. Correct. but yeah. not the AM. So somewhere along so, the line he did something wrong. So there's there is a is this something that came on the aftermarket antenna and he attaches it to 
the existing coaxial? No, it's just a coax cable that probably wasn't attached to the antenna itself. Or, I mean, the question, the answer to your question will be answered once we fix the thing. But the, the, the antenna, I think the mast comes with the fishing line inside of it. Well, yeah, the line yeah. comes in, so the antenna goes up and down. Exactly. But it's already got a coax cable that comes off of the antenna right. that, atta- that it plugs into the original radio and or there, some radios ha- or some vehicles have the cable that comes from the radio out to where a connection would be at or underneath the hood or underneath the fender, this, and you plug it in is, and you're uh, ready to go. Underneath the, the rear right fender in the trunk. Okay, well, we know that. We know that. The bottom line is is that you gave us great symptoms. No AM. Well, it's an antenna problem, so somebody has to go back in there and figure that out. But what he's ta- I think the mast is what he replaced with the fishing line. And, folks, let me explain that. Think of a fishing pole, okay? So we have fishing line that's about the size of spaghetti, but mm-hmm. it's flexible. Yeah, yeah. And this fishing line goes in the mast of the antenna. So when we wind it up, the, the antenna collapses. And when we turn the crank the other way on the fishing pole, the antenna goes up. Mm-hmm. So for those kinds of people, part of their maintenance that nobody ever does except us old guys is to take some WD-40, and extend the antenna, and spray it the down at the bottom off. of it. And, and soak the inside, where the, cable, where the antenna goes down into the... Uh, uh, right by the tree, you know, the lowest part of the antenna. Right. Yeah. So yeah. The, all of that is normally happened because if you have big, huge bugs hanging off your antenna, when the antenna goes to collapse, it's not exactly a smooth transition. Mm-hmm. We don't do that anymore, the fishing line stuff. But anyway, well, Dave, somebody has to go in and fix it, buddy. We, I, we've yeah, done all we trying, could. He's trying to figure out what he needs to do. That's why I'm calling you guys. Well, you tell him this. Tell your certified mechanic son that I had AM FM before you started this, and now I don't have AM, so you need to go in there and figure that out. Well, that's what we've had that discussion already. <laughs> okay. Well, if he's a certified mechanic, Dave, we, we'll take his certification away. Because if he can't, on a 1 to 10 scale, what's this, Thomas? <laughs> this is a 10. Yeah. Oh, it is not. It's a 1. It's a 1. <laughs> on a 1 to 10 scale, it's a 1. Yeah. So it's not, it, it, you know. Oh, uh, it's, you, the, it's the other way. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I thought 1 was the best. No. No. no 1 is the easiest the and easiest. 10 is the most difficult. Oh, gosh almighty. Where what have you been all your life? What skill are you using? Yeah. Hey, okay, let me I learned from the best. You said it earlier. <laughs> all right. I didn't know how to do this until I got here this morning, yeah. so we're trying. Okay, all right. Nevertheless, Dave, good luck to you, buddy, and thank you very much for your call, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And we've got another caller, Gil. Who, who can we talk to? That would be Doug. Doug, good morning. Good morning, Doug. Oh, good morning, Mark. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. I have an 06. Dodge Ram Bighorn with a Hemi. The question I have is the fuel filter. I see a lot of Rams on the road around here. I under, I've heard that in order to change the fuel filter, you have to drop the tank. Is that what your experience has been? I don't know, and neither does Tom. I don't. Well, let me, let me, let me, Tom. If this was a tough son of a gun. If this wasn't some YouTube thing that somebody put on the Internet, we would have heard about it by now. We mm-hmm. would know that a fuel filter, instead of being a $30 labor charge, would be hundreds of dollars labor charge. So we're, we're unclear, but I'll, I'll tell you what I do have for you. I have, not, I have not heard of this. I haven't gotten okay. any information. Nobody's come to us in the shop and said, hey, don't, 
uh, Dodge has to have the tank pulled down. Right. There are some vehicles out there, though, but I don't think Dodge is one of them. But there's symptoms associated with it. So if we have this in-tank fuel filter, then it's going to run lean. All of a sudden, we're going to have O2 codes, and it's going to have a lot of power. power, So at 60, it'll do 60, but not 62. So my answer to you is this. Do you have a pencil handy? Yes. Okay. Write down this number. Tom, give me your number. <laughs> Not your cell phone, your shop. Give me your number. That it's it's 602-315. No. No. 602-992-5478. Give us a call, let's talk some more about it. And what Tom's going to do for you is okay. he's going to you you give him the you're making model of your truck exactly like you did to us. He'll look up the labor mm-hmm. on and we'll know exactly if this thing pays 1.7 hours, then he's right. It's a booger. Right, but if it's a three tenths of an hour, he's wrong. Correct. Okay, um, it's not. It's not likely they're going to put the fuel filter someplace really hard. Now on a diesel, that's altogether different. That's a whole different. deal. You said it was a Hemi, so we know it's a gas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're no. talking about the big, the Ram diesel because that's a hundred and twenty-five dollar kick. The Correct. filter and the labor is is very expensive. So I oh, don't know that the Hemi's that way. Okay. All right. Well, well, thank- Thanks a lot, Mark. All right. Thank you, Doug. Thank you very much. Automatic Transmission Exchange is in Phoenix. Phil's been around. He actually knows Moses and the guy in the ark. What's his name? It's Noah. called Noah. Noah. Noah in the ark. Phil's been working on transmissions for a long time. He knows transmissions. He's been around since the Power Glide, which was a two-speed transmission, all the way up to this electronic skies that have five and six speeds that shift with an electronic solenoid, and the computer controls the load. So if you need anything from a service to having somebody drive your car to a small leak, or if you've got a significant problem, then if you live in Phoenix, Automatic Transmission Exchange on 40th Street in Washington. If you've gone up and down Washington any time in the last 40 years, you've seen the sign for automatic transmission. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Are you ready to get in, get out, and get paid flipping houses in the Phoenix area? If so, here's an amazing opportunity for you. The NV Real Estate Academy has created a three-step paper flip strategy that allows you to write an offer, sell the offer, and get paid. With this strategy, you'll learn how to flip a house without swinging a hammer or using any of your own cash or credit. Now, for a limited time, the NV Real Estate Academy would like to share this strategy with you for free. Call one 800 989 2799 
888-2494 right now to get your free hidden treasures in wholesaling property kit and find out how to get paid writing offers. Call 800-989-2794 now and the NV Real Estate Academy will also give you four free tickets to a training workshop that also includes a free smartwatch and Nick Fertucci's new book, Seven Figure Decisions. All these gifts are free just for attending. Call 800-989-2794. That's 800-989-2794. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And let me tell you real quick about Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Tom, this guy is an expert when it comes to diagnostic. Now, there's lots of guys in the uh-huh, valley. Uh-huh. But Bob from Larry Harker's, I give him stuff uh, where I don't even want to touch it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm driving my Dodge down the road, and if I turn on the air conditioning and pass gas at the same time, then the car quits. And you're going, okay, who needs to fix it? But I send him those tough ones, and he, he pulls a rabbit out of his hat every single time. Now, Harker's does everything from oil changes on, but Larry, actually, Bob runs the shop, and Ellen, his wife, runs the front counter. So if you live near 38th Avenue in Indian School, he's really good at diagnostic. And he's got a big window right there because I've got nobody north or south of him, east or west of him, for many, many miles. Yep. And he is the guy for the west side as far as diagnostic is concerned. So that's Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Auto electrical work brakes, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, oil changes, foreign and domestic makes no difference. If you go into Bob, you wave that red flag in front of him, and you say, I've got a problem that nobody else can fix, and I was told that you might be able to fix it. And that's when you put on your Superman cape and go for it. So let's mm-hmm. go to the phone. Corey, you're up next. Corey, how can I help you? Yeah, well, I doubt you can, but I'll give you a shot. Uh I was given a 2010 Rogue Nissan and uh, drove it from Tucson to Strat Gallant and came to Phoenix. Anyhow, two things that I had done. One, I had the AC compressor replaced. Okay. It died on the way up here. Okay. And the speaker in the passenger side front door. Okay. Uh, was making noise because the cold was blown, and I had the guy cut the wire to it because I like my sound coming from the back. Okay. But I had to get that taken out because the speaker itself was rambling. Okay. Anyhow, uh, since that, since I 
had that stuff done, the uh, at that time, the light for the airbags came on that it's not working. Okay. And well, somebody has to go in on the airbag system and find out what's not talking to the airbag module and the computer. So we have to go in and we have to say to the computer, what's what burr is under your saddle? And it says, I've lost contact with the clock spring. I've lost mm-hmm. contact with the passenger seat sensor or the driver's seat sensor. Or I've lost contact with the airbags uh, in the A pillars or the B pillars. All seat that belt. kind of seat belt. Way. I've lost contact with the seat belt latches. So, so, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Know, so that's what really has to happen. Now, no one knows if it's related to all the stuff you've had, clipping wires and, uh, and uh-huh. disabling speakers. But in time, and, and that's something you say to them. We clip the tires inside the door, and wires inside the door. We need to know that because there may be something inside there. But if we look at our wiring diagrams and no part, nothing through the door harness has to do with the airbags, we're probably not going to go into that door panel, right? Correct. So, so, and then if somebody flipped the seat up to do some work underneath it. And we had one of these the other day. And they didn't plug back in the module. And... There was an amplifier installed underneath the driver's seat at a stereo shop. And they drilled through it. Customer takes the vehicle, is driving it down the road a short period of time later, and the left side B-pillar airbag blows up, bruises the guy on the side of the cheek, the arm, and the shoulder, all because of a screw and an amplifier being installed. Wow. Do you know who that person was? That was my son, Dylan. Oh. Did it happen to? Yeah, yeah that it happened to. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I mean, who put anybody the stereo that, in? Huh? The stereo shop that we down the street. Okay. Well, listen. I, I so got anyway, some, that's... I, got, I got some advice for Dylan. You ready? The Shh, e- don't even go there. The eagle, the beaver, the hawk, <laughs> <laughs> the snake. <laughs> yeah, nobody has a snake for their uh, you know their law yeah. firm. Um, but anyway, that's what. Have Dylan call me. <laughs> and uh, and I'll, I'll set him up with the eagle, the beaver. What about me? <laughs> oh, well, you haven't had an airbag deploy. And when you do, you have a broken arm, a broken shoulder. Your ear doesn't mark, work. Your mark, eye. Mark, okay, mark. well, that's what they do. I know, this but is, that's this not is, right. I know. I'm, he knows I'm teasing. Okay. All right. Anyway, Corey, the, it's easy. We just got to find out what's it's not talking to. And it's going to be something that's pretty easy for us to find. I'm thinking somewhere between fifty and one hundred and twenty-five dollars to diagnose that, and I'm guessing, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're right. Okay. We're right. So anyway, Corey, that's it. But thank you very much for calling, and good luck with your rogue. How do you spell rogue? I got to write it down. R O G U E. Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. Airbag light. And you're a car guy, right? Yeah, I didn't pass not as English. He's not an English major. I wasn't in the spelling bee. All right, Gil, who's next, buddy? Dan. Dan, good morning to you. Tell Dan, us what you, you got. Too, Thank hey, you. I've got an 06 F-150. I know you're sorry. And uh, the air conditioning uh, compressor was starting to go out on it. We got the whole thing replaced before it grenaded. The clutch was starting to go out on it. The, uh, the guy that did the work, I've trusted, and has done a great job for me for many years. But I've got a problem with it. it, it in town, idling... Moving around, the thing will freeze you out. If you get on the highway, slowly but surely, there's a declining spiral to the point where the thing freezes up. Okay. I was able to stop and uh, look underneath the hood. The controls at the firewall were a block of ice. That's okay. I, and it's been doing that ever since. We've been trying to see what's caused it. He's 
put posts on it or the uh, the gates on it. Everything looks good. Okay. Or if you might be able to shed light on it. Okay, go. On when the air conditioning unit was installed, they put a component on called a, an uh, an accumulator. And on that accumulator, maybe, maybe they, they put, put one on. Okay, but let's just assume that they did for this for the benefit of the okay. of the shop. There's a low pressure switch that when it would you lose refrigerant out of the system, it shuts the compressor off so it doesn't burn the compressor up, i.e. no fluid in it. If that you can adjust it, that switch, or bypass it so that no matter what happens, the compressor will always run. When it runs all the time and it's full of refrigerant, it's going to freeze up the system, and it'll have, you'll you could have snow coming out of the dash. And and there's a lot of other thing. I don't know if this has got an orifice tube or an expansion valve. I think it's got an orifice tube. I think it's got, that's got an orifice tube. Yeah, and the orifice tube. Yes. Okay. Well, here's the problem. It, did the old compressor die a uh, violent death? No, I was able to get it replaced before it grenaded. Uh, okay. going, and we got it before that happened. All righty. Well, I think that we should go in, suck the Freon out of it, save it, clean it, put it back in. But I think the orifice tube would be a good one. Now, here's the key. Where does the ice start and stop? Because if it starts and stops at the orifice tube, then we've got the orifice tube plugged up. Because it's supposed to meter the flow, the, a flow of refrigerant through the evaporator, which is behind the glove box. But he replaced that uh, that filter in the orifice tube, okay. uh, and when he uh, put the new air compressor in, and I, I even saw that, and there was a little bit of smuts in it when he took the old one out. But he put a new one in, and uh, I, I'll have him check and see if the ice does start to form at that point. But uh, it's hard to say because it was a block of ice by the time I found it when it first started happening. Okay, well the ice is an indication that we have a blockage. So we're going to meter the flow of refrigerant, cold refrigerant, through the evaporator. And so we're going to meter the backside of it. So we're going to tend cold freon through the evaporator. And then if it gets too cold, we open up the door and let some refrigerant through. And if it gets too hot, then we close the door and bring it back up. So one way or another, really, this is something that he gave you. So the diagnostic process um, should be under warranty. And it's and I'm sure you said you've done business with him for a long time. Oh, it will be under warranty. We're... We're, we're being very patient with it. Okay, okay. we got a problem. Let's, let's back into it and see if we can find out what it okay. is. The possibility always is that it, there's one in ten chance that it isn't anything to do with his, but he still has to identify it before he can say, it's not my problem. He has to identify it. Thank you very much for calling 602 did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by feedthepig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. All about that theme in the automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and result of the dream of Henry Ford. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Tom Blackwell from Blackwell Automotive sitting next to me. Polly, his wife, Renee, my wife, and the girls are supposed to keep us in line, but are not doing a very good job. So I think that this is the last time that they'll visit with us. <laughs> we need to keep all... I can't be restrained. Yeah. Yes. And he keeps I, firing me, and I keep coming back. Yeah, so yeah that's know. the truth. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, real quick, let's get S&S Tire. We talked about S&S Tire a little earlier. Yeah. And S&S has shops in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. Three places. I've been around S&S for 20 or 30 years, and it's the dad who's passed it on to the sons. Mm -hmm. And those guys are the millennium kind of guys where they start new stuff, start new policies. And frankly, that's a good thing Mm -hmm. because we're finding that out with our kids. They're making some changes that have 
produced fruit. So if you're in Peoria, Surprise, or Goodyear, not only do they have a very comprehensive set of tires, but they can give you the good, better, best numbers. But they have tires from wheelbarrows to tractors and everything in between. So if your wife drives a John Deere, then you can get tractor tires there. That's what I ought to buy you is a big tractor tire. So that one, yeah. big John Deere, so you can't run over anybody anymore. <laughs> or actually, so they can't run might over be you. worse, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, S&S Tire, they'll balance your tires. They do alignment, suspension work, oil changes, and everything in between. S&S Tires. Let's go to the phones. Ray, you're up first. How can I help you? Yes. Uh, good morning. Good uh, morning. Interesting show. I just moved down here from Seattle, and it's been here a couple of weeks. And one of the obvious questions that I do have is that, I live on the north end of Phoenix, and I need a competent shop that can do pretty much anything and everything. Uh, my wife has a 2001 Dodge Neon. I have a 2012, which is in great shape. Uh, can you give me any suggestions? Yeah, sure, I can. What, tell me though. Give me north. Give me an at, You know, give me a cross street. Okay, uh, 25th and Cactus uh, would be the one. 25th Street or Avenue? Avenue. Okay. Well, I got Kurtz up at I-17 and Bell. Um, I've got Action Auto Repair at I-17 and Deer Valley. Um, I got Blackwell at 40th Street and Greenway, a block or a mile south of Bell. Um, so I've got that area pretty well covered. Um, and with every shop, go in for an oil change and kind of just see how they... What you don't want to do is go in for an oil change and have them give you a laundry list of $2,000 worth of work that you need today. And none of the shops that I, I put on my list of best car repair shops, they don't do that. So, yeah, all right. So it action. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, that sounds good, but I came in to get away, get, get away from the rain, and I don't think I did quite right about now. I understand. I understand. <laughs> anyway, no, my, my, my wife's Neon has 150,000 miles on it, and she doesn't drive much more than 3,000, 4,000 miles a year, but still, occasionally she has a burp on it. Okay. All right. No, that's perfect. Now, let me give some of the women advice out there. When you go into the shop, no matter whether it's a dealer or an independent or a chain store, when they give you a list of stuff to do, you say to them numerous things. Oh, you know, would you show me in my owner's manual where it says that I need to flush my gas cap? <laughs> right? Absolutely. Uh, and, and, or show me in it there that I need a transmission service. Um, and they say, well, I can't. Well, that's because it's a 100,000-mile service, and they're trying to sell it to you for 30. At exactly. 30. Right. So then you say, show me. Then the second thing you say is, is what symptom are you going to fix with replacing my lower control arm bushings? Oh, well, they're just cracked. Well, what symptom do they have? Well, a clunk when you stop and a clunk when you go. I don't have those symptoms. So mm-hmm. what symptom are you going to repair with your suggested repair? What symptom are you going to eliminate that I have now? That's a killer question. When especially... In your that scenario, and you're standing at the counter, and you ask a question, everybody that has anything to do with that facility isn't going to flinch, they're not going to get tight, and they're not going to look like you just put them on the spot. Mm-hmm. They need to say, no problem, let me explain this to you. This is why it needs us. fact, come on out. Let's go in the shop and look. But, and, the, and I'm going to defend the dealers, which I rag, ra- rarely do. It's a different organization. They've got people that are service riders that don't have technical, and it's not like you're going to pull the Ford guy or the Chevy guy or the Honda guy from a bay that's a quarter of a mile away and mm-hmm. have him come up. The independents can do that because we've got a smaller facility. But you're, you're, you're right. And then last is is write down what you've got because my husband, he's just a – write down what I need 
and, and give me all the pricing and stuff like that, and then write your name and give me your phone number. Mm-hmm. And they ain't going to write their name, and they're not going to give you that list if there's a bunch of BS on that list. And that goes for independents and, and yep. dealers yeah. as well. Cross boards. Yeah. All righty, let's go to Nick. Nick, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning, sir. Uh, two comments. Your wife said recently how she beat you back to Phoenix from Payson, and she puts a rabbit out in front. Yes. Wait until a rabbit passes. My dad taught me this one years ago. We used to call him bear bait. All I can tell you is, is from the ranch up north to our house, I've I've never been able to beat about a minute and fifty or an hour and fifty seconds, and and I I clocked you at one thirty two, one hour and thirty two minutes, and and of course she has an excuse. Well, there was no traffic. That's right. I go early, early in the morning. Yeah, but that's not what you say. You say you chase the rabbit. So you let if somebody pass you doing 95, and then you tuck your tail in behind him. And, and, and I, I want to tell you, though, the other day I was talking to a highway patrolman. This is a true story. You know who I was talking to. It was okay. he, one of the Daryl or the other guy. Yeah. And he says, we rarely pick the first guy. He says, by the time you pull out on the highway, you're going to get the last guy. Sure. And he says, you can't get the first one because there's a train behind him, mm-hmm. but we're going to get the last one. So if you're chasing the rabbit and there's one in front and you're the only rabbit, you're going to get it, not okay. him. <laughs> All righty. I'll keep Thank that in you, mind. Nick. Thank you very much. I'll pay you later. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I've had a couple Dodge trucks and Suburbans with the fuel pump in the tank, and there's always a filter in there, like a screen, before it pumps you know the fuel up and my suburban had an inline fuel filter uh-huh. and, uh, and I, I i took it off i bought it replacement i took it off i saw the old one in half there was nothing in it mm-hmm. it was just an empty can <laughs> you know, you're, so. you're, you're right you're, you're right the, here's how us old guys take care of the filter inside the tank it's called the pickup screen the pickup uh-huh. tube yeah. is uh-huh. a screen all right, don't yeah. tell anybody this, Nick, okay? Don't tell anybody this. Okay. <laughs> you got to find the line coming out of the fuel pump. You grab some shop air. You take the, the, the gas cap off, and you had one of your young technicians hold a bunch of rags over the filler neck. <laughs> and then you hit the air hose with about 120 pounds. You're going to hear a <laughs> thump. And then you go, oh, that thing came off pretty easy. <laughs> now you got another filter. We don't need that stupid thing in the tank, but you got another filter. But we just pop it off with air. But you have to make sure you do that right because if you leave the gas can on, you're going to probably blow up the tank. Then if yeah. you don't take the cap off and you don't cover it, you're going to have somebody covered in gas. If you don't like somebody, just have them. Oh, Tom. you don't want to have their face look at it. Just back up. Just to a it. minute, Tom. Tom, we're not going there. We're not going there. But and, and now here's the other question. Let me follow this up. How many years you been in business? 35. All right, I'm at 39. How many socks in the tank have you found to be the problem that fixed something? 0.0001. Okay, and me too. I've maybe had in 39 years three or four. Yeah. Three or four where the sock was the problem, and usually it's because of contamination. The neighborhood kids put a bunch of dirt in your tank, blah, 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 blah. So that happens a lot. Anyway, Nick, thank you very much for uh, reminding me that my wife was uh, chasing the rabbit because I needed to tell her (laughs) that that might not be a good idea. But, Nick, if you know any highway patrolman between uh, Payson and Phoenix, um, you might have her look out for a charcoal-colored edge. Funny. Funny. I, 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 I used to, but they retired. All right. Okay. Thank you very much, Nick. Hey, we got open lines available, 602-508-0960. There's five of them. You can grab one if you want. We'll be back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive. 
and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair? instead of at the job fair. If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Well, it's 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, or 11 o'clock, I should say. Yep. And uh, we're just about done with the show, but we're going to get to the callers right now. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is up on I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate runs service, Strictly Diesel, and he's a diehard diesel service repair and parts guy. He works on foreign domestic light diesel trucks, so they don't work on the big dogs, light diesel trucks. And that means Chevy, Ford, Dodge, and probably some Azuzus and stuff Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that. But we're talking about light-duty trucks. So if you're up in that area and you need some diesel guys to look at your diesel, then I want to strongly suggest that Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, would be a great place I would stop if I were you. Let's go to the phone. Steve, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, good morning. Mom's got a 99 Chevy Malibu with 77,000 miles. 
she's been told she needs struts and tie rod ends. Now, tie rod ends is a no-brainer. I don't think she definitely doesn't need that. But I was curious, what would the labor be uh, for replacing struts on a 99 Chevy Malibu LS? I don't think or they have struts. Or if you had any idea. You know, I don't. I don't think they have struts. Yeah, I don't think they have struts. Struts came out with front-wheel drives. That's where we really started seeing oh. struts was front-wheel drives. But if you're talking shock absorbers, a full set of shocks, depending on the quality of the shocks, is uh, uh, two to 300 bucks. I would On, on the labor. Right, right. Yeah. Well, okay. if, the, if, if this car has yeah. struts, and, and if they're going to be about across the board on most every car with an alignment uh-huh. uh, about $400. Four hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, is that the labor you're talking about? Just the labor. Okay. All right. Yeah, just and, the labor. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because three we're general. You know, maybe we're in that line of of, t- of okay. three two, three twenty five to four fifty. No, no, and that's Listen. better. That's right, better because right. we got to cover everybody. Got a range. Yeah, but here's the deal. You need to f- verify if it's struts. I-, I could be wrong, and I've been wrong before because my wife will testify to that. But I'm pretty sure a '99 Malibu is a rear wheel drive. I'm pretty sure that thing doesn't have struts, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure we're talking about you know Monroe or whatever. Yeah, shock this absorbers. is a delayed reaction, but my I'm never wrong. My wife will tell you that. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, and, and you know, really, that's going to be one of those things. Does, Wait a minute. Yeah, we forgot that. that, that, is that oh, we know <laughs> what that bill is, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You kind of, i got to say something before you no, ring the No, it bell. was Tom that was saying it. Oh, fine, fine. <laughs> I got the bill. <laughs> I don't really know. Really and truly, she's got 77,000 miles on it. Would we put shocks on that? Even if they were bleeding blood. At 77,000 miles, that that car, obviously with mileage, hasn't been driven very much per year. And and, and in in the absence of tire wear, in the absence of tire wear, now we know your mom's not going down the freeway at 100 miles an hour, right? She doesn't do the freeway. Okay. All right. So then, you know, I'm not quite sure I'd spend two or three hundred dollars. Does she do 100 miles an hour on the side streets? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a different story. Anyway, I'd get a second opinion and to get a second bid if you want to do it. But but yeah. unless unless you have a reason, I'm not quite sure if my mother had that. I'm not quite sure. Even if I costed her out the part, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Exactly. We just put a put a new set of four tires on just because the other ones were, you know, dry rot issue. Uh-huh. So she's, she's good to go. Appreciate, right. appreciate your help. You betcha, Steve. Thank you very Take much. Care, Steve. Uh, Ivory, you're up next. Ivory, how can I help you? Uh, good morning. Um, I don't know if this is up your guy's alley, but I've got an old uh, tractor, a uh, farm tractor. That's mm-hmm. a gravity feed tank on it, you know, gas tank, and I removed it to replace some gauges and put it back. There's a bowl underneath that did collect some rust and stuff when I put it back from just handling it. Now, the, the tractor wasn't starting, so we placed the coil, the condenser, the points, and, and the plugs, and, and it ran fine. But now uh, it seems like it starts right up, runs great for three or four seconds, then it completely stops. Okay. And uh, I checked the fuel lines. I unhooked them and would go to the carburetor and see that there's fuel coming out, and there's a couple of small screws you can take off and i saw fuel coming out of those too so i figured it's, it's getting fuel but now it, I, I don't know what to do if it could be a condenser or what it'll okay. just it'll only run for three or four seconds runs great three or four okay. seconds then just slowly cuts off all right well the real question is spark or fuel that's the real question yeah. mm-hmm. we got no choice mm-hmm. there so why don't you get a, a, a propane can 
and uh, mm-hmm. and when it gets running, I want you to open up the propane valve a little bit and stick it right there in that that uh, one or two barrel carburetor you got on your tractor. And if it runs for a long time, it's a fuel delivery problem. But if it still dies, then it's not fuel. So yes, okay. a, now a condenser's job is to keep the points from arcing, and it's keep the points to burn nice. If you put points in it, you should have put a condenser in it. But you can look at we the did. points. Okay. And yeah, but as a matter of fact, that was why it wouldn't run before. Was the condenser? We got a bad condenser, and we put another one in, troubleshooting it. Now, then it started up, ran fine. But then all of a sudden, after a, you know half a day of running, it would, like I said, start shutting off. Okay, but did you so, put points in in it with the condenser? Yes. Okay. Is the ground wire that goes from the side of the distributor case to the to the uh, breaker plate? Is it in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, okay. took a uh, alligator clamp and went uh, from uh, the battery straight to the positive side of the coil to see if that was a problem, and it wasn't. It still okay. would stop. Well, we're still to spark and fuel. I mean, that's what we have to determine, and spark okay. is going to be pretty simple. Points, condenser, distributor cap, and coil. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all. That's to, it. That, or the ignition switch. Could be, whatever. but he, he, he eliminated that because he went from the battery to the hot side of the coil. Okay, but it could right. have a resistor in it. That old tractor, I don't think we're going to... Is it a 6-volt or 12-volt system? It's a 6-volt. Okay. I'm not quite sure we'd have a resistor, but it could. It could have a resistor somewhere that's going to drop the voltage to 8 or 9 volts to the to the ignition no, system. No, if it's a 6-volt, it's going to drop it down. Oh, okay. All so right, you're, you're back. Right. Come on. Get, get right. on the, get on the right. picture here. You're right. Six, it's going to be less than 6. But spark and fuel, and the answer, to be honest with you, is us gray-haired guys wouldn't be afraid of that tractor at all. If you could take okay. it to a shop, then see everything that has points and condenser, everything that has a computer, everything that has fuel injection is, we understand the fundamentals. And so it's not going to be that hard. But the, we know that the distributor is the trigger for the points, and the points open and close the coil, and the coil provides spark. So this could be a bad coil wire for all we know. So okay. don't know. Yeah, I, yeah so, well, I'm at, at a Napa right now to buy some parts, and I was going to get another condenser because that went bad before. So I'll, I'll do that, and then I'll take the propane and see if that works. Okay. I did the gauges that I put in. I had to take tank out to get to them. But the one gauge that goes to the water temperature, not being a mechanic, I didn't know, and I cut it because it was too hard to get to. And I figured, well, I'll just, you know, uh, not have a temperature gauge. And uh, the uh, oil one I had to cut, too. So I cut those and shut them off. And okay. I don't think that would have been the problem. But Wait, wait a minute. Uh, wait, a whoa, minute. Whoa, wait, wait a minute. Is that tractor a positive ground? Oh, boy, you got me on that. I don't okay, know. Okay, you need to check to see if the positive battery cable is going to a, the ground on the motor because when you put those gauges in, if you wired them as a negative ground, that uh-huh. could be an issue. Well, not only that is the old tractor sometimes had a needle on that would hit and ground the ignition system yep. when they overheated and on the low side of the oil pressure. Right. So Murphy gauge is what they were called. Okay, thank you for that, because I didn't know that. But the Murphy gauges <laughs> would prevent you from overheating it or running it out of oil. That could be something as it well, be, dependent on that. Again, though, it's spark and fuel. So it's got back, back to uh, that. Back to we're that. back to that. So back anyway, back. where do you live? Where do you live? I live in uh, up by Anthem. Okay. Uh Give me some cross streets. Uh, would be uh, New River Road and uh, I seventeen. Okay. Well, I know Kurt's down there at I seventeen had fixed that. 
I mean, if you if but obviously you're gonna have to you're not gonna drive it down the I-17. But if it's a if it's a tractor that fits on a trailer and you decide to take it someplace, then my advice to you would be Kurtz at I-17 and Bell and tell those two young whippersnappers that work there, Eric and Jeff, that Mark Salem said they don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this. Okay. All right. Throw the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Lay down the gauntlet. Well, well I what... certainly appreciate your your help. And, All right. Uh, I'll, I'll give them a try. All right. Thank you very much, Ivory. Thank you. Well, anyway, we talked about diagnosis earlier in the show. Somebody called in, okay. right? A lot of people do. Right. So we have a vehicle coming, like you have, the strange ones. Okay. Customer calls up and says, every time I come to a stop, my car is idling a newer car at 3,000 RPM. I've had it to two shops, and they can't fix it. I have to shut the car off, start it up in neutral, put it into drive, and take off from every stoplight. Mm-hmm. So they bring it in, and we're looking at it, and we fixed it. And we're trying to figure out how to build a customer for removing the floor mat, floor mat off the top of the gas pedal yeah. to the bottom of the gas pedal. Oh my! Third gosh. shop. Well, I, I can I know shops that would uh, charge three hundred for that. Yeah, and then I know <laughs> shops that would no charge that. Now, the, I had, think, did, what, what what about removing rice from trunks? No, 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 no. Let's get back to the same one. Here's the issue: if she's a longtime customer. It ain't going to cost her a dime oh, at most good shops. If she walked in and took up 31 minutes of my time at the front counter telling me everything that she's ever put in that car, because that's what her husband told her to do, then I'm going to charge her. So it really, there's a big picture there. What did you charge her? Oh, we didn't charge anything for her. Okay. All right. All right. Was she an existing customer or a brand new one? Brand new. Okay. Well, then that's fine. That's brand fine. New. I'm not going to. But gonna... it's just, it's one of the, I know we've all had strange ones yeah. or odd ones or whatever. and That's pretty odd. Not that that's necessarily the, the most odd, but. No. It, it, all it's of something us, to talk about. Yeah. All yeah. of us have had animals inside cars. All of us have had people who, who certified mechanics that work on their car. The, and, the YouTube University guy? Yeah. And and let me tell you my my thought on that. Let me ask you this question: You got some big technicians, and what do they make? Give me a range. What do they take home on the on on at an annual basis? Uh, uh, on an annual basis, yeah. take home seventy five, plus or minus. Plus or minus. Okay, uh, I'm saying, and I'm fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. A good tech is making at our shops. Mm-hmm. Fifty to a hundred thousand. There's no reason to be working out of your garage at the neighborhood. If you were that good, you'd be working for guys like you and me and a lot of other guys. So the YouTube guys drive me crazy because people spend their money guessing on a car repair based on somebody they've never met before who actually is somebody who spent the last 20 years in prison, and he's trying to help them fix their car from Fresno, California. You know, you just mentioned something about charging for repair, one, or education, big guys, big money. Okay. People are taking in. Uh, they, a good shop is not going to take your money to educate your customer. I mean, your customers' dollars. We're not going to spend your money to educate our guys. Well, that's on the job training. We don't do that. Right. That's a guy that makes that kind of money. Right. Will not do that to you. And, and on the job training is something we got already. We've already been around the block. Mm-hmm. We already know, and we know how to talk, and we know how to get information from them. So it's a matter of communication. Like I said. Mm-hmm. I like men and women customers, but the women, you can get them to mimic the noise in the lobby. You can, they're, they're, just, they're not embarrassed. And, and men, I say to the men, there's three answers to my question. Yes, no, or I don't know. 
I'd never say that to a woman because she knows how to say I don't know. Right. So I just, it's just easier. There's a lot of guys that want to take their wife's car in, but sometimes she, the person that drives it is the predominant person. He'll bring, he'll bring the car in first, and then she, then he hands it off to her because he trusts you. And you, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yep. I just, the driver is the most important part. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. We'll see you next Saturday right here from 10 to noon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.